Greetings, most excellent Theophilus. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, Theophilus, next Saturday will be on TikTok, the 24-hour live event. Don't have a name for it just yet. We'll get that to you next week. I will be taking up the time slot that I've been doing on my channel, Stephen the Stowell, all one word, Stephen with a V. <laughs> Goodness sakes, some people. Um, of 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I will be going through the book of Galatians in response to the <clears throat> Torah-observant heresy. Um, speaking of heresy, uh, as we do not have a program, or as we don't have something today, such as an interview, um, or, um, you know, we finished up the Torah debate, uh, we are going to be returning to Pelagius and his commentary on Paul's epistle to the Romans, as translated by Theodore de Brun, um, published Clarendon, Clarendon Press, Oxford. I believe as of Monday, next Monday, <clears throat> the mask mandate in Oregon will have been lifted. Hallelujah. Um, I could start poking around carefully, cautiously, uh, for a line of work more suited for me. Um, one that would give me more time to actually be me. Because <laughs> you got to bring in the paycheck, but at the same time, I can't be working myself to death in a dead-end job. Um, which, fun fact, one of the things I'm doing with my paycheck is I set aside 100 every paycheck for a trip to Normandy, France. Uh, when I first budgeted, uh, plane tickets were like $2,000. Uh, they are now $15,000, so, um, it's gonna be a long time <laughs> before I can go. Uh, hopefully the prices will go down sometime after all this pandemic stuff goes, uh, sane. <clears throat> that is, of course, God willing that the Third World War doesn't start and that France inevitably becomes a battlefield once again. Um, and that, um, some stroke of luck doesn't mean that we're going to be revisiting D-Day in a literal sense. Um, pray for Ukraine. Slavo Ukraine. In other news, have I said already? I'm taking a trip this summer, Theophilus, to our church's conference in California. I'm not sure the location. Um... But the plan, Theophilus, is to, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, no, um, the plan is every day, I will have a shirt to wear that is related to Reformed Theology, and I should probably count to make sure I have enough shirts for each day, because I even bought some more, I bought four shirts off of Amazon, so that's most of my week, and I believe I have at least four more, so I have more than enough. I have two Calvin shirts. I have a Luther shirt. I have two tulip shirts. Oh, I'm not even counting properly. Yeah, I have more than enough shirts, which is good because California is hot, and hot means sweat, and sweat means wet, and wet is disgusting, just like the smell. 
So, I'm ready to prompt some conversation. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I've checked the blade laws of Cali. I'll be. I'll be fine. If it's folding, uh, they don't even regulate blade length if it's a folding knif. So, um, that aside, let us get to the main spectacle of today's program. It seems prudent to preface this chapter with... <clears throat> from J.B. Lightfoot's Apostolic Fathers, the translation of First Clement, chapter 32, subchapter, well, actually just the whole thing. If any man will consider one by will consider them one by one in sincerity, he shall understand the magnificence of the gifts that are given by him. For of Jacob are all the priests and Levites who minister unto the altar of God. Of him is the Lord Jesus as concerning the flesh. Of him are the kings and rulers and governors in the line of Judah. Yea, and the rest of his tribes are held in no small honor. Seeing that God promised, saying, Thy seed shall be as the stars of heaven. Therefore all, or they all therefore were glorified and magnified, not through themselves, nor through their own works or the righteousness or the righteous doing which they wrought but through his will and so we having been called through his will in Christ are not justified through ourselves or through our own wisdom or understanding nor piety nor works which we wrought in holiness of heart but through faith, whereby the Almighty God justified all men that have been from the beginning, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. So we're justified, we're glorified, not by our hands, but by God's hand. That's what I believe as a Calvinist, and that's what Clement believed, or whoever wrote that epistle. I would wager it was the bishops at Rome that there was no monarchical episcopate. And with that, we draw to finally <laughs> getting into the fourth chapter of Romans as commentated upon by the heretic Pelagius. It starts out with the quotation, What then shall we say that Abraham discovered? called them back commentary he called them back to the origin of circumcision so that what is stood for in the beginning might be understood in its entirety our father quoting our uh, from quoting from the scripture our father according to the flesh Qu uh, uh, narration uh, father according to the circumcision of the flesh for faith dwells in the mind. Although I would actually take part of this as referring to ethnic <clears throat> Israel, because this whole point is, look, Jews, except the Gentiles. Um, two, for if Abraham, quotation, for if Abraham was justified by works, he has glory, but not before God. Uh, commentary, if he was justified because he 
was circumcised, <clears throat> then God gave him nothing, that he had glory on account of himself. Alternatively, if he carried out the ordinances, he had glory at his own eyes, but not God's. For what does the scripture say? Quotation. Abraham believed in God. Commentary. Abraham's faith was so great that his previous sins were forgiven him, and righteousness was reckoned as credit for every one of them by faith alone. And thereafter he burnt with such love that he furnished himself works over and above all them all. Back to the text, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Commentary, and therefore he has glory in God's sight in accordance with what the law deemed satisfactory. To the text, now to the one who works wages. Sorry, now to the one who works, it should be a comma, Wages are not credited as a gift. Um, he offers an example commentary to the text, but as an obligation commentary, for it is the lot of one who is under obligation to do what he is told. And, less, and unless he complies, he is condemned. Uh, let me think about that. Okay, but if he does what he ha <clears throat> is told, he has no glory, because a servant who does, n who does nothing more than what he is ordered is still called unprofitable, from Luke. Alternatively, he is not given righteousness freely, but is paid wages for prior works. Which, yes, that's the whole point. Is that if we're working, if we are demand, we're, we don't demand of God. We cannot demand of God. It must be by grace through faith alone. <clears throat> so let's see what he has to say next. <clears throat> Five, but to one, but to one who does not work, but who believes in Him who justifies the ungodly. His faith is credited as righteousness. Commentary, when an ungodly person converts, God justifies him by faith alone, not for the good works he did not have. Otherwise, he would have been punished for works of ungodliness. At the same time, one should note that he did not declare the sinner justified by faith. <clears throat> but rather the ungodly, that is, the one who has come to believe, which I find to be a strange distinction. I could perhaps understand if by sinner he means one who does not repent and believe, but remains in sin, certainly um, God does not pardon the unrighteous. Um, Although this seems strange, he's distinguishing between sinner and ungodly, so I'm a little concerned we might be going into some heresy. <clears throat> we'll see how he continues to word things. <clears throat> Back to the text, according to the plan of God's grace. Commentary, by which he planned to forgive sins freely by faith alone, which is very interesting to say. 
um, the Catholic Church <laughs> thinks it's um, if you commit mortal sin, you have to go through the sacramental system. Um, <clears throat> back to the text. As also David describes the blessedness of the person. Ah, there's more there. He cuts off in the half of the sentence. Commentary. It is great blessedness to obtain the grace of God, of the Lord, without the labor of the law and of penance. Hmm. So it's not by penance that we get this. Okay. As if one were to receive gratuitously some public honor uh, back to the text to whom because this is a complete sentence blessedness of the person to whom god credits righteousness without works commentary one's initial faith is credited as righteousness to the end that one may be absolved of the past justified for the present and readied for the future works of faith. And that concerns me. Because I have heard that from plenty a Catholic apologist. One's initial faith is credited as righteousness. Okay. That they are justified for the present. Okay. Okay. Ready for future works of faith. What I'm concerned is that from there he'll go and say, but continual justification must come about by works, which is heresy. Galatians 3, 3. Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being maintained by the flesh? <clears throat> but let's read on and see if that's where he goes. Verse 7. Blessed are they whose transgression is uh, transgressions are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one against whom the Lord has not reckoned sin. Commentary, what is forgiven is not kept in mind. And what is covered does not come to light. And for that reason, it is not at all counted against one. Some may say that sin is forgiven in baptism. Yes. Covered by penitential works. And not counted against one through martyrdom but others say that the sin may be may have been forgiven in baptism that when sins may have been forgiven in baptism have been forgiven love for god is increased which covers a multitude of sins and finally keeps them from being counted against one as long as daily good works superpass surpass past misdeeds and that is works based Salvation, that is heresy, right there. Um, to which he quotes 1 Peter 4, 8. Oh, I see, because he did reference, Above all, keep fervent in your love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sin. That's, that's, see, it's love for God, the way Pelagius is putting it here. And the verse that they think he referenced was love for one another. So, but... You could argue those are partly in the same category. All right, back to the text. <clears throat> this is the blessedness for the circumcision, for also the, or, oh, sorry, is this the blessedness for the circumcision or also for the uncircumcision? Commentary, he means to assign this blessedness 
to the three periods. I heard two distinction categories. We'll see. Uh, to three periods of nature. Oh, the three periods being nature, circumcision, and Christianity. That's weird. Uh, to the text, for we say that faith was credited to Abraham as righteousness. Commentary, all in fact, confess and agree on this point. Therefore, what reason discovers about Abraham, this will he heed with regard to the rest. <clears throat> Don't, I'm not quite sure what that's supposed to mean. Uh, so the commentary, how then was it credited when he was in the circumcision or uncircumcision? Commentary, let us see whether circumcision is born of righteousness or righteousness is born of circumcision. Not in circumcision to the text, but in uncircumcision. Because he was right, uh, commentary, because he was righteous before he was circumcised. The text. And he received the sign of circumcision. Commentary, in case they say, therefore he was circumcised unnecessarily. Because he says it is a sign of right. He says it is a sign of righteousness. Not the beginning, nor the increase of righteousness. The seal to the text, the seal of righteous, righteousness of faith, which is in uncircumcision. Commentary, he received the seal of the righteousness, which the faith he had when he was uncircumcised discovered. For it was so perfect that it deserved a seal, for something that is full is always sealed, or so that he might point out how righteous and faithful he was, for he did not hesitate to bring himself grief at God's command, since he did not suppose it irrelevant that he was ordered by the Lord, the Lord of no, the Lord of knowledge, just as he did not believe that a uh, parakite, parasite, parasite, parakite. Uh, she did not believe that a parakid enjoined by the fount of fidelity would be an act of infidelity. Okay, I need to Google a word. Parasite. The killing of a parent or near relative. Okay, so let's plug that translation in. Um, just as he did not believe that fratricide, um enjoined by the fount of fidelity would be an act of infidelity. Oh, so because he was ordered to kill, take your son, your only son, um, right. So this would actually be infanticide. Um, okay. Well, of course, according to the Bible, we know that he had faith since... It would be promised, the seed would be promised through Isaac, that God was powerful enough to raise Isaac from the dead. So, now there's a big long quote in the text. So that he is the father of all believers through uncircumcision, in order that righteousness might be credited to them as well. And also the father of the circumcision, 
not only among those who are from the circumcision, but also among those who will follow the footsteps of faith, which our father Abraham had when uncircumcised. Commentary. So that all who believe from among Gentiles are children of Abraham. When faith alone... Hey, hey, when faith alone is credited to them as righteousness, and they too become circumcised, but in the heart, or because he was righteous in uncircumcision, in order to be the father of uncircumcised believers, and remained righteous once circumcised, remained righteous, funny saying, um, in order to become the father of the righteous who are circumcised from the text verse 13 for not through the law was the promise to abraham or to his seed commentary here he calls circumcision itself the law because every injunction can be regarded as law um to the text that he would be heir of the world but through the righteousness of faith. Commentary, either that is in the seed, namely Christ, all the nations, or sorry, that in his seed, namely Christ, all the nations uh, were given to him as an inheritance by the Father. Um, by, by the Father might be blessed. Something weird going on with the wording there. Um... Or that the nations might recline at the table with him in the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> both? Can it be both? Um, verse 14 from the text. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is voided. The promise is annulled. Commentary. If as you desire... Only those who have been circumcised are heirs. God has not fulfilled the promise to Abraham that he was the father of many nations. And if this is so, it will now seem that they have believed God without good reason. To the text, for the law produces wrath. Commentary, because... It was ordained for unrighteousness, 1 Timothy 1.9, and weighed down, rather than set free those who desired to sin in that they were knowingly keeping up sins. For if you were blind, he says, you would not have sin, John 9.41. For where there is no law, there is also no transgression. Oh, sorry, this is quoting from the text. For where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, it is by faith. So that grace, so that by grace, the promise to all his seed is sure. Not only as one who is of the law, but also to one who is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. The commentary because then faith cannot be voided nor the promise annulled heirship is not by the law but by faith 
or the law does not forgive sins, but condemns them, and therefore cannot make all nations children of Abraham, since all must finally be punished as much as all are found under sin. But faith makes all believers children of Abraham, their sins having been forgiven by grace. Where there is no law, there is no transgression. Quotation, sorry, for quotation from the text, for where there is no law, there is no transgression. <clears throat> Commentary, either there is something to be, tran there, either there is nothing to be transgressed, where there is no law, or there is something to be punished, where the law is not necessary. So the text, as it is written, wait, no, I don't understand that last bullet point. It's like, look, either the text says what it's saying, and that where there's no law, there's no sin, and let me pontificate why, or, um, <clears throat> or, um, oh wait, no, there is nothing to be punished. I misread, my apologies. There is nothing to be punished where the law is not necessary. Um, although, according to Romans 2, the law is written on everybody's heart. Everybody plage. Um... All right, back to the text as it is written, because I have established you a father of many nations. Commentary, not the one nation of Israel, before God, whom he believed, before God, <clears throat> who is the father of all believers. Oh, sorry, that was a quotation from the text. Before God, whom believed. Commentary, before God, who is the father of all believers. Who gives life to the dead here he means dead for the purpose of bearing children so as to fit in with the present discussion and call uh, to the text and calls things that are not as things that are uh, the commentary although in the beginning he also called things that did not exist and immediately they began to exist nevertheless here he means that they were past the time of bearing children to the text who against hope believed in hope commentary it was against the hope of nature of man of man hundred years old to believe that a wife now as feeble as he was even in her youth who even in her youth had been barren that his seed would become as the page turner which would be a really unique girl's name. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, what was the last sentence? So I can lead in. His seed would become as the stars of the sky, so that, to the text, he might become the father of many nations. And it was said, your, you shall, so shall your seed be. Commentary now by himself. He had not been able to become the father of even one son. One wonders, therefore, how Abraham, with a body as good as dead, produced sons, Keturah, when before he could not produce one by Sarah. He did not forget Sarah. He did not beget by Sarah, because she was old and barren, but with Keturah, as with a young woman. You, he was able easily 
to beget in the course of nature. I don't understand. I'm not familiar with this story, and I've read Genesis. Um, they mean the servant girl, who I think had a different name than that. Uh, I'm not sure. But... Back to the text. And we're almost done here, Theophilus. I'm sorry for making you fall asleep. <clears throat> so the text, 19. And he was not weak in faith. He did not take into account that his body was dead since it was almost a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was dead. Commentary, faith takes no aspect of nature into account because it knows the one who spoke is almighty to the text and he did not waver in unbelief about the promise of God. It was strengthened in faith. Commentary, he doubted neither the impossibility of old age nor the enormity of the promise giving a commentary, giving glory to God, knowing full well that whatever he has promised, he is able to do, giving thanks as for a thing received. Commentary, giving thanks as for a thing received. <clears throat> to the text, therefore, it was credited to him as righteousness because he, commentary, because he believed so completely and so steadfastly. Yet, not only for him was it written sorry, to the text, yet not only for him was it written that it was credited to him, but also for us to whom it will be credited. Not so that one, not so that we only know of his faith, but also that we imitate his example as the example of the Father. Just as we imitate all the captives, all the examples of the saints, my apologies, all the Examples of the saints, by which they have pleased the Lord. They were, in fact, tempted so that they might know themselves, so that they might know themselves, and so that we might follow in their steps. So the text, who believed in him who raised Jesus Christ, our Lord, from the dead? If we believe as a complete, as completely as that, as a... Uh, as losing your place. <laughs> Completely that he has raised Christ from the dead, as Abraham believed that his body, which was as good as dying, would be made alive in order to produce offspring. Um, verse 25, who was handed over, he was hand, who, he, who was handed over for our transgressions and raised for our justification, Isaiah 53. It's a beautiful passage. Um, who wiped, um, to the commentary, who wiped out our sins by his death and of necessity, or necessity rising again in the same state in which he had died, appearing in order that he might confirm to the righteous believers. And that is the end. Of chapter 5. I need a quick pick-me-up. I am falling asleep. For questions from last week, Dale Jitsu asks, Who wins a reformed-ish TikTok? No-holds-barred match.
it depends what the match is. Um, if it's a theological discussion, um, hmm, I want to wager Jeremiah Short, the Black Doctor 21. Um, if we're talking about a physical match, um, <laughs> I think also <laughs> Black Doctor. Um, because, well, no, a, a no holds barred. So if it's like a, a victory royale or not a victory royale, if it's a Hunger Games style battle royale, um, no holds barred. Um, I have something that can pluck you off from a few hundred yards away. So, unless they do too. Um, I think I might actually have the advantage. Um, <laughs> um, Jeff Thun, Jeff underscore Thun asks from the TikTok, what is Jesus's most admirable trait? Um, his love. Great a man have no love this than this than to lay down his life for one another. Um, questions from the Discord. Um, if we, uh, nope. Uh, thoughts on Lent from Reformed Apologist from the Discords. Thoughts on Lent. Um, you can fast. That's part of piety. Um, but the thing about piety is that it's for you and you alone. Um, thoughts on EFS. I need to look this up. Uh, that question is from Buster047. Thoughts on EFS? Ah, uh, eternal functional subordination. Subordination. Um, I'm not sure where this concludes to, but I believe the simple teaching is God. God is completely equal. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all equally God, every way, shape, or form. The Son takes in salvation the role a role that is subordinate to the Father. It is the Son who died upon the cross. It is the Son who follows the Father's will upon the earth. The Son does not follow his own human will, but the Father's will. Um, and so in that, there is what appears to be a subordination. But in actuality, just as men and women are equal, yet have different roles, so... The Son and the Father are equal, yet take different roles in time. <clears throat> and now the two from today. Negative light YT, negative underscore light uh, YT from TikTok asks, Okay, outside just the Bible, where can one go to start with apologetics? One of the most important resources for me. Some of the most, okay. It depends on where you're at. Okay, to start. To start, listen to one Mike Winger on YouTube. Um, he's amazing. He is great at taking the really big things and bringing them down so that the common man can understand them. I have many fond memories of walking my dog in summer 2020 listening to Mike Winger um, about all topics. If we're dealing with the charismatic church, 
for dealing with discernment, testing the spirits, Chris Roseborough. Chris Roseborough, fighting for the faith ministries, fighting for the faith on YouTube. Um, he does prophecy bingo. He reacts to messages. Um, there's also um, Justin Peters, who works in the same realm. Um, and there are plenty of others. Once you get yourself into that community, you can find out who else speaks to these things. Um, the Strange Fire Conference from Ligonier Ministries, R.C. Sproul, John MacArthur. Um, if you want to get into apologetics to Muslims, listen to David Wood, listen to Islam Critiqued um, on YouTube. Uh, David Wood, that's Act 17 Apologetics, Acts 17 Apologetics, all one word on YouTube. Listen to David Wood, listen to Islam Critiqued, maybe even listen to the Apostate Prophet. Remember the attitude of David Wood. Learn, don't remember the attitude of David Wood. Learn the knowledge of David Wood and temper it with the attitude of James White. James White also has spoken to many different faiths. He's debated many faiths. It's a great resource of hearing debates, listening to them. Teaching requires application. Um, learning requires application. Um, he's taught on Islam. He's debated Muslims. He's taught on Catholicism. He's debated Catholics. He's taught on Latter-day Saints. He's debated Latter-day Saints. He's talked on Jehovah's Witnesses. He's debated a Jehovah's Witness. Um, he's talked on infant baptism. He's debated infant baptists. Um, so, there is your apologetics starter pack. <laughs> um, and the other question from Bible Gauntlet on TikTok. Who is your favorite pastor? <sighs> James White. <laughs> plain, plain and simple. Um, he's the guy I listen to on TikTok. I say I'm James White, but with hair. Um, if you study him, you pretty, pretty much know what I believe, except for two things. I'm not a post mill, and I'm a strict memorialist with the Eucharist. All right, there is all the questions wrapped up for last week and this week. Sorry, and I'm sorry to my Discord audience, I didn't put out a thing, but I did answer your questions from prior, and you should be used to it by now. So if you want to link to my Discord, you can hit me up uh, on TikTok. The username Stephen the Stowell, all one word with a V, S-T-O-W-E-L-L. You can ask me questions. You can ask for the Discord. Um, yeah. All right. That's a day. Now is that wonderful time where we turn to Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 through 12. And we read that Jesus spake these things to his disciples, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. 
And blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you on account of Christ. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Go in the peace and love of our Lord and Savior.